0: Welcome to The Dirt Show, brought to you by Napa Auto Parts, and today we're going to hear from race driver Skip Pollock. We're also going to hear from Doug Miner from Miners Outdoor, plus our old friend Speed the Sauce Man from Cookies Barbecue Sauces and Seasonings right after a few words from our sponsor, Toner's
1: Lake Karting Facility offers
0: dirt oval karting at its finest. Hot laps start at
1: noon on Sundays, followed by great kart racing from rookies to pros. Admission is always free, and pit passes are only five bucks. Come out and enjoy some exciting, safe, and fair kart racing at a well-organized facility. Toner's Lake Karting, located northwest of Waseca, in a beautiful rural setting next to Toner's Lake. See Toner's Lake Karting Dot .org for more details. Get more muscle for your money with Dixie Chopper lawn mowers. We've been handcrafting the toughest and fastest zero-turn mowers for over 40 years. Dixie Chopper offers a full line of residential, commercial, and industrial mowers to meet every customer's needs. Visit your local Dixie Chopper dealer today or visit online at dixiechopper.com.
0: Why drive out of town to get what you need for your truck? Hey, this is Rich at Auto Trim Design of Oatana. We're an authorized weather tech dealer. From laser measured floor mats to mud flaps to vent visors, we can keep your truck or car clean and dirt free inside and out. We have over 30 years of experience in the truck accessory business. I invite you to stop by and see what we can do for you. We're located in Oatana at 3275 Old Highway 14,
2: one mile west of Walmart
1: partnering with hog and cattle producers throughout the United States. Altenburg Construction has almost 30 years of experience in the
3: slat replacement business. Altenburg Construction also uses a custom wash bay to ensure biosecurity to protect your herd. Whether you need an entire
0: site or a single slat, stop into one of their two locations in Louisville, Minnesota
1: or Zering, Iowa. Call 888-435-2210 or
3: see Altenburg Construction Com.
4: For 50 years, reuse and recycle is not a new concept to us. Miskin Auto Parts has been recycling your old vehicles since the Beatles were still together. Just call us and we'll send one of our friendly drivers right to you and haul away your old retired vehicle. Scrap prices are up, so it's a good time to clean up those unwanted vehicles and get money in your pocket. Give us a call at 507-684-2100 or online at miskin.com. Miskin Auto Parts in God we trust.
1: When one of your appliances breaks down, you need help and you need it fast. Contact Sorensen's Appliance Service. Racer owner Ben Bainey and Racer Travis Underdahl service the entire cow's listening area. Sorensen's Appliance Service people you know that will get your appliances serviced with trained technicians. Contact them today at 256 7766. That's 256 7766.
2: Bulldog Coatings specialize in concrete coatings as well as concrete restoration repair. Hi, I'm Todd with Bulldog Coatings. Our coating systems provide a durable finished floor that is both easy to maintain and adds value to your home. The unique patented Bulldog coatings are not limited to just garage floors, they can be used for interior flooring as well as pool deck, patio, and sidewalk applications. Our systems can be installed in as little as one day and year round. We are a locally owned family business ready to serve Southern Minnesota. Visit us on Facebook or call us for a free estimate. 837 9773 Let Bulldog protect your floors.
0: Hi, this is Dave Evans from, from Honeybee and Chemicals, your BP race Gas Distributor. You are listening to the Driver Segment on the Dirt Show. Welcome back here on the Dirt Show, and I am joined by Skip Pollock. And Skip, in the early years, your father took you to the races, including the Minnesota State
3: Fair. What are some of your earliest memories of going to the races with your dad? It was very hot out we went to the the last dirt race at the minnesota state fair my father and cliff anderson the sign painter and we were in the the fourth turn there's no cover and it was hot and they were buying cold beer and dumping it on rags and putting it on the backs of their necks and it was filthy dirty and we were young and we were getting really bored and then they had to go to the beer garden afterwards. And then we went home, and I remember we walked in the house. My mom stopped me at the back door, and she said, take off all your clothes. Didn't have showers back then yet, and so I got in the bathtub, and the water turned instantly brown. But that was the first time I ever ever went to the Minnesota State Fair.
0: The Minnesota State Fair was one of those tracks back in the 50s, 60s, and 70s. There was a racing event or a thrill show there every single day of the fair.
3: That's correct. Later on in my life, I asked questions I still, to this day, I don't Well, we know why they quit racing there. But I remember talking to people and my mother and my wife about the races there. And the farm families, there was nothing to do in the afternoons. So they automatically went to the races. It was just what you did in the afternoon at the state fair to kill some time. And it was the who's who's of the Midwest that ran the Minnesota state fair. They even got to a point where they let the sportsmen. we had sportsman cars they had two days. That's besides all the other stuff. And they had every kind of race car there, and the thrill show, I only saw it once, and I said, these people are crazy. But they put on the show, and people laughed and applauded. At that time, let's say the mid-60s to the late-70s, everybody raced the state fair. You touched up your car, you painted your wheels, you you had new sponsors just for the Minnesota state fair, and all the cars were gorgeous. You began your racing career as a teenager
0: in hobby stocks. What are your earliest memories of racing at Raceway Park?
3: I didn't know what I was doing. I didn't have a clue. But we had my dad's garage that he built all his race cars in. And I knew what I wanted them to look like based on the other cars I seen race. But as a teenager, you don't know the skills and the techniques to get there. But we were the only ones that had a heated garage with fluorescent lights And it could be below zero and we're out in the garage and our mother knew where we were. So, you got to do this, you got to do that, you got to do this. So we built this Ford and we went out there and it pushed so bad and the front end fell over. And Chuck Beck, modified driver, he said, you got to put a weight jack in the right front. Well, how do you do that? Well, you use a threaded rod, and you do this, and you weld that, and everything else. We went home, and we put a threaded rod, and we didn't understand. He meant to push down on the spring rather than pull up on the spring. And I said, it's loose, it's loose, it's loose. And he said, well, put two more rounds in the right front. Well, we did it, just get the front, r- right front kept going lower and lower and lower. Funny come over, and he says, no, you stupid kid he says the plate goes on top of the spring but we learned the hard way and you don't know who to talk to and and i had way too big of a motor my dad worked construction and he worked half days on saturday and we're working on the race car and he stopped at the 4 fives American Legion in Richfield after he worked a half a day to have a couple beers before he went home. And Roy Stein, the flagman at Raceway Park, my dad's name is Lloyd. He says, Lloyd, he says you need to go out to the racetrack and help your son. And my dad says, no, I'm done with racing. I'm done with racing. If he wants to do that, that's fine. And he says, if you were a, a decent father, you'd go out to the racetrack and help your kid. So that, that Saturday night, we're out there. We're doing our thing. And I went out in warm-ups, and I went right off the end of the racetrack. Into the sand, sand blasting all over. And Roy Stein walked down to my dad at break time and he says, Go help your kid. So my dad walked down there and he drew a picture of the racetrack in the sand. He says, This is what you do. And after that, we got better. We got better. I never went off the end of the racetrack again after that. But he says, I don't care if you finish last. He says, I don't care if you finish last. But every lap has to be identical. He says, You make them go around you. If you drift up, they're going under you. Make them go around you. And I finished dead last in the feature. And then we got better after that.
0: To a teenager back in those days, a car meant everything. Talk about that very first race car. What was it like building that car from
3: the ground up? Well, we didn't have tools. Two guys and me bought a 56 Chevrolet two-door sedan, and we worked on it in this guy's driveway. We never, ever had a garage. We stripped it all out, we learned what pop rivets were, we kind of learned how to use tin snips, and nobody knew how to weld, so you had to find somebody who could attempt to weld roll bars in. We didn't know. They said, all you gotta do is this, this is how you mount your seat, you gotta have gauges, you gotta have this, you gotta have the big radiator, you gotta add shocks. We didn't know. It's a shame that you gotta go through the learning curve, but it makes you a better person and it makes you a better racer. When you got
0: out of the service, you started making the trek to Elko Speedway. Back then, there
3: was no walls on the ends. What are your memories of those first few trips to Elko? When we were kids, we thought Raceway was the place to go. Well, that's where we grew up. I saw Elko the year I went in service, or the year before I went in service, and we went, God, that place is huge. And then after service, I did the Raceway thing, and we went to Elko, and and of course it was bigger, and we went, man, is this fast. And it was like raceway. There was no walls on the ends, and we're watching guys fly off the ends. And I says, I ain't never get. I learned that from on the other track. I, says, I ain't never gonna fly off the end of here. But boy, did you go fast! You learn really quick how to choose your lane. And I raced here for years and years and years and years afterwards. The best memory, other than working with guys like Norm Setron, which who was my hero, we kept his last cars at my home in Bloomington. Was in 1975. I won the Grain Belt Beer Season Championship. And the following week, I was on a pit crew in Charlotte for the World 600 in 1975. But I won that race, and I beat the best. And they had Camaros and all this crap, and I had a Chevelle.
0: North Star Speedway. So many fans still
3: talk about that track that closed way back in 1979.
0: Memories of North Star Speedway.
3: I thought it was very hard to drive. We only went up there three times. I thought it was very difficult. Dick Stang says, "Oh, it's a piece of cake." Dick Graves says, "Oh, it's a piece of cake. You're just not focused on it." And I went up there 3 times and I never I didn't want to go back. I just didn't like it. Plus, we broke <laughs> we broke a rear end one night up there. And we're trying to cuz we didn't have trailers. We had a tow bar and we're trying to figure out how to get the car back. So we jacked it up, took the drive shaft dock, took the rear end out, pulled the axles out, went over to the fence, took a hacksaw cut a hunk of cyclone fence pipe, went back, got it into the middle of the carrier, stuck the axles in from each end, both at her back end, put a bagger on the back of the drive shaft or something like that, and we chain, pulled it all the way back to Bloomington. And the noise was unbelievable at night the, of that pipe rattling in the middle of the rear end. But we made her home to Bloomington. Looking through some old programs,
0: a name appeared that I recognized. Skip Pollock at Arlington Raceway. What division were you racing in back then, and what type of car did
3: you race at Arlington? We had a 57 Chevy. We only went there a couple times. It was big. It was scary. Dirt guys, I think, have more, I don't know if you want to call guts, but they go fast on the dirt. Example, not to get away from Arlington, but we got claimed on the asphalt track. We put dirt tires on a 57 Chevy. We went to Bird Island, which is just a little ooper, and I'm out there warming up. We did not have the right gear, and we're turning that guts out of that car, and we come in, the promoter come over, and he says, I would like you to come back here, he says, but you got to get the right gear, and he says, your motor ain't going to make it a whole feature race, and we never did go back. Everybody stopped because they thought that thing was going to explode under the hood, because we were turning 8200.
0: How and when did you meet Blackie Wangerin? What a
3: great guy,
0: and a great piece of Minnesota history.
3: After I won that championship, I moved down south, and crew chief for Joe was formerly from Golden Valley, and Blackie was down there. He'd come down from Minnesota, and the first 500 I worked, he was across from us and down a car. And I knew who he was because I watched him run at Raceway Park with the Straight 8 Buick, which was my mother's cousin's car originally. It was Bud Helm's car, and that was my mom's cousin. So, anyhow, I'm watching over there, and he knew who I was. So we did that, and I stayed down there for three and a half years, and I come home because we didn't have no sponsors. And I did kind of nothing. And then Blackie gets a hold of me. He says, I, I need a crew chief. So I went down one time with him to Daytona and we still stayed at the motel and everything and he says I need a really good mechanic and so he kept his stuff down there for years. Then finally he moved all of his stuff home and he called me and he says, I need a good crew chief, I need a good mechanic, are you interested? And it didn't pay anything. Paid nothing. He just paid the expenses for when you went. Very difficult to go run four or five times a year from Minnesota. It's very difficult. Cause you're not up on everything. You know what you want. You know what it's supposed to look like. You just can't make it as an independent. But I learned a lot with Blackie. I gained a lot of respect from the officials and Bill Gasway and all the guys down there and the sponsors. And it was the best thing I ever did.
0: You talk about being crew chief with Joe Frazone. How did that all come about? And memories of racing against guys like David Pearson and Richard Petty. And Joe's
3: Dodge with the big wing has to be one of the most beautiful cars I've ever seen. I only went with them one time for the with the wing car. The Camaro that Norm Setron drove at the end of his career belonged to Joe Frazone. He bought it from Ruggles. It was a sun drop car, citrus car, whatever you want to call it. He bought it down here, brought it home, got with Norm's guys and says, here's the car. You guys take care of the rest. They needed a place to keep it. They come talk to me. I had an extra bay in the garage. I had a big garage in Bloomington. And so we kept the car there. I hauled it to the races until they come up with a hauler. And Norm drove the hell out of that car. And Joe taught me so much. There was two people that taught me the most about a race car. One of them was Joe Frazone, and the other was Tiger Tom Pistone out of Charlotte. They taught me front-end geometry. They taught me pinion angle. They taught me all this stuff that I did not know anything about because back then in the early days it was monkey see, monkey do. But they taught me how to set up a front end. They taught me about pinion angle. They taught me about drive shaft angle. They taught all this stuff, and it was an everyday thing to them, which up here in Minnesota we didn't know what the hell we were doing. The speed shop you operated, when did that get started? And you are still doing
0: stuff for area racers in your shop.
3: Uh, Not as much anymore you get a job and you learn your job as a vocation or, or not as a vocation, as employment. And I was like my dad. I want to learn something and I would learn it. I would tackle it. And then I get bored. I was, Oh, well, I'm going to go try this. So I tackle something else and I get bored. And finally, because I love to weld, I love to fabricate. And I learned all this stuff down South. First one I did, I did a drag car in my garage. Just a simple thing. I did a Torino for Jim Cullseth, which I love Torino's. And finally i said you know i think i can make enough money doing this so then i rented a building down in savage and it blossomed problem had there my wife my daughter's mother she got very 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 ill and there was a whole bunch the insurance didn't pay for and so i sold the speed shop to pay the bills because i don't believe in filing bankruptcy and all this other crap but anyhow so then i went to went to work i mean the speed shop was was great we did tons of cars our name was all over And after that, I went to work for another company, and I got out of there because we started out again. And by that time, the Internet was going good, and it was cheaper to buy parts on the Internet. You could buy them cheaper on the Internet than what I could buy them from the the warehouses from. But we figured out it was time. So we got out of there, which, yes, I miss it tremendously. I miss the people. But every once in a while, I'll get somebody will call. Can you do this? Can you do that? I still got all my equipment. The only thing I don't have is the bender. But I still build stuff. Religiously, can you make this? Can you make that? And I do it, but it gets a little harder now, you know, and I can truly say I'm not as good as I used to be, but it's fun and it's a challenge. In
0: 1975, you won the Elko Speedway Championship. What an incredible season for
3: you that was! It wasn't the track championship, it was the end of the season championship. Grain Belt Beer sponsored it. I think I finished sixth or eighth in points because I didn't run every week. And here's the deal. I have friends to this day that I was like fourth in points, and I needed tires. Back then, all your bills came at the first of the month. That's how it was. And it's the first of the month coming, and I didn't have money for tires. So I stayed home. And my guy says, oh, we'll buy tires, we'll buy tires, we'll buy tires. I says, no, if I ain't got the money, we ain't. So then the next week, I I bought two new tires on. That was the first week of September. My birthday's on September 14th. That's the weekend I won the twin 50 lap feature i got second in the first feature and won the second one and the following weekend i was at charlotte at the world 600 i walked in there and the only time i'd ever seen all these cars and stuff was in stock car magazine i'm like oh my god there's david pearson here i mean all these guys you see in the magazine here they are and i'm I'm walking around looking at their cars going oh my god are these things beautiful and i fell in love with them the deal with tiger tom pistone who i still talk to regularly i'd go up there on the weekends that we weren't racing And I'd build A-frames. He did Ford front ends, and I'd build upper and lower A-frames. That's all I did. I'd go up there be there Saturday morning. I'd build A-frames all day Saturday. He'd take me to supper. We'd stay at the house. And Sunday, I'd work half a day building A-frames. I'd go back to Spartanburg to get ready to go to work for Joe on Monday morning. Very smart people down there. To them, what was common knowledge to us up here was not. Another track fans
0: still have fond memories of is Cannon River Speedway. What are your memories of Cannon River
3: Speedway, Skip? (laughs) <laughs> we got claimed again and we said oh well, we're gonna go run dirt and we'll go down to cannon river if memory serves me that was jim hermel if memory serves, yeah funniest guy in the world i've got pictures in my book we threw a car together in two weeks a 62 chevy oh, unbelievable pretty car and we went down there for test and tune and i can remember saturday or satterfield brother or something like that they were down there and a bunch of them and dave noble and well anyhow We go down there, and on tuning it was dry. Oh, my God, it was dry. You couldn't see nothing. But anyway, we went down there. Then I built another car. I said, oh, we're going to clean up down there. Well, I was wrong. So there was a big rock in 3 and 4, right in the first groove. And every week, they would grade it over and cover it up and pack it and everything else. And about halfway through the feature, main feature of the night, that rock would start showing its face. Well, you forget. All of a sudden, you're racing against somebody. And I mean, it got big. And I went over it, and my car was leaning over like the old dirt cars did. And we'd moved the engine back on it. We dropped the engine down because there was no rules. And it happened to bounce right there, and it took the bottom right off the transmission. And it just, I stopped, and I said, "Ah, we're down here. And it tore a bunch of crap up. It was fun. It was kind of dark. It was kind of poorly lit. But you went fast, and those guys that were in dirt down there, they knew what they were doing. I came in there, and I did not know what I was doing. And they showed me the short way around there. You also recently built a 67 Chevelle-bodied Ricky
0: Cravens NASCAR chassis and took it to Milwaukee and turned some blistering laps for not having been in a car for over 10 years.
3: You know, I got that chassis. It was a cup chassis uh, Cal Wells built at PPI Racing. They built all their own cars. Then they went bankrupt. They sold it, and they ran it in Arca, Bill Hansen bought the car for his son. He erected it at Newton, Iowa. They just stripped her down, threw her out in the weeds, and I went, that ain't that bad. So I got it for now took it home, stripped her all down, found out where I was bent, stretched the wheelbase. I went out to Gary Reaver's and got an old Chevelle body, which was a mistake. And it took a while. I got going on. I was doing really good, and then I got really sick. And surgery, and it took me many years to get back. Well, anyhow, long story short, my daughter says, well, they're having a race at Milwaukee. You had to get the Chevelle done and go there. Uh, well, I did. I mean, we worked on it the morning we left. We were working on it. And we went over there, and I painted it Joe for his own colors. And had a really good motor. Never driven the car any. I mean, anywhere. And we went over there, and I went out, and the thing pushed so bad. I was between old setup and new setup. And obviously, with a new setup, you got to have fancy shocks and all this other crap. And I... I'd never run with an open rear end. And uh, we worked on it, and we got it better. But it wasn't, what I would say, comfortable to drive. But they had me on the radar gun at 141 on the backstretch, and Jimmy Seth, and Woody come by. And this is on the Internet, the last lap we ran. They saw me going into the corner, and they're coming. They're running first and second. And they caught me in the corner, and I, I went down low for them to go by me. And they didn't catch me down the whole backstretch. They couldn't pass me till we got to the other end, and I just motioned them by. Jimmy says, I thought we were going to blow by you. He's, We didn't gain a car length on you. And he's, What the hell you got for a motor? But anyhow, it was fun. It was very exhilarating. And then we waited and we went to La Crosse for Oktoberfest, and I had to buy a different gear because it was a nine inch. And started 14th and finished 7th. Hadn't run it since then. That was 2019. And I needed stuff there. I did stuff on it, and and I thought, you know, I really, it'd be a shame to take this car out and have something happen, whether it was my fault or not my fault. And my daughter says, you really ain't gonna want to come home and fix it after all these years of building it and everything. So I found a buyer and I sold it. I teased him and I called him last week, and I says, I'm bringing the trailer because I had to deliver it. I'm bringing the trailer and I'm writing a check. I want my car back. And the guy says, no way. There is no way this is ever gonna leave my garage. He's I've laid under this car for hours looking at this, and he said, I've never seen nothing like this. If you went under the car blindfolded and laid under there, it's a cup car. It's a short track cup car. That's what it is. The exhaust, the suspension, steering, shocks, everything, fuel cell, headers, it's a cup car. If you didn't know what body was on top of it. And I loved building it. It was my ultimate challenge. And it's gone. You know, you get over things. And I'll get over it. I got over my old dirt super modified. I got over my 55 Ford race car. I'll get over this. You are also a model train enthusiast.
0: Now there's an addicting hobby.
3: That's, that's to settle your mind. I've been doing trains off and on, well, since I was a kid. And you go through phases, and I needed something to, I could go down and do and not think about nothing. I might not go down there for two weeks at a time but I'll spend a whole evening down there or a Saturday, especially in the wintertime when you don't want to go out in the garage or something. We went to a train show with Danny McGinnis, my good friend who I just recently lost. And my daughter met us up in Woodbury. And uh, she's she's selling because we had stuff we were selling. And she's selling these cars to these older gentlemen. Well, they couldn't say no to her. And uh, we're laughing and laughing. And then the, the president of the Model Railroad Club comes over and he says, Hi, my name's Bob Ditter. Who are you? And she says, Well, I'm Skip's daughter, Beth and he says, What do you think of your dad's trains? And she says, Well, I think he's got too many. And he says, Well, what do you def- how much is too many? She says, Well, I know he's got over three hundred train cars. And he put his hand on her shoulder and he says, Honey, that's nothing. I've got over a thousand. She never said a word again about how many train cars I had. But she comes down and she makes scenery and trees and stuff like that. And for me it, it's time just flies. You I go down when I was working, I say, Okay, I'm going up at nine thirty and I still be down there at eleven saying, I gotta go to bed. But no, it's great. I wouldn't trade it for nothing. And it keeps your mind working, your fingers working, your eyes working. And you just put the oldies on the stereo and just have a good time.
0: Favorite driver of all time and why?
3: That's hard. I had many favorites up here in the Midwest. But I love Norm Setrin the best. Even though my best friend later in my life was Ron Olson. I liked watching Norm Setrin. Just because I don't I don't know why. But Ron Olson was my friend for years in the last ten years, him and Josie spent every holiday at our house for dinner. Everyone unconditionally. Christmas Day, New Year's Day, Memorial Day, every they were there for the big dinner and and everything. But I loved watching Norm Setrin drive. It's just one of those things. If you go to the big tracks, that's really hard because there were so many good drivers that never really got a chance. That had the talent. In September, I, I do the Moonshine Reunion in Mount Airy, North Carolina. And did you know I was Harry Gant's first crew chief when he went to Cup? That was at the World 600. Joe broke his wrist. Long story. But we're going this year. We're going to spend a couple hours over at Harry Gant's. And my other hero was Morgan Shepherd. And we talked to Morgan. He's not doing well, but he promised me we could come over for a half hour and just spend some time with him. But a, a favorite drivers. That's. I liked Dave Marcus, I liked Bobby Allison, I liked Red Farmer, I mean, those guys. But I was always an underdog liker. One of them them guys, independents, could get up in the top ten. That was really cool. But the only people that ever got any credit was the ones that was in the magazines. You never heard about the guy that, that started, they started 43 cars. You never heard about a guy that started 38th and finished 15th. I mean, that was huge but you know, they never they never said nothing about that. And they did stories about the Pettys and the Pearsons and the Allisons and the Waltrips, and it goes on and on and on. And I just thought that wasn't fair, and to this day it wasn't fair. You know, there's people that should be in the Hall of Fame that are not, that did more for the sport than these new guys that had to have power steering and they had to have air hoses on their helmets and they had to have all this stuff. The old guys that went just as fast had none of that. And those were the pioneers, and I think they do they do not get the 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 ink that they should
0: now this doesn't have to be the most prestigious
3: i'm asking for the most memorable win of your career you know that's hard i drove many 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 race cars for a lot of guys i drove for the beckers i drove for the suites and everything else i drove a 57 chevy for david sweet davis suite raceway park and that was hard i mean i think they'd start 30 cars i don't remember and this 57 Chevy it was nothing really to brag about, but it worked. And I started one night, I think I started like 15th. We went out there and I had a headache. I get headaches. Well, anyhow, and I took some aspirins and I just get out in the feature race and we get, oh, it's a beautiful night. And I'm going and I thought that this green Ford was winning. And I, I thought, I can't catch him, I can't catch him, I can't catch him. And I went and went and I went and I went. And I never did catch I mean, I got close. And I'm passing cars and I'm passing cars and guys I'm on the outside and they're banging into me and I'm going, Jesus Christ. And pretty soon I see the white flag and I'm going, Oh, okay, well, I guess I'm not gonna win this one tonight. And I went around to, I never did pass him, I don't know what he was doing, and pretty soon they throw the checkered flag. And I thought, Who they I said, Who won that? And we come around, we're going slow, and here Roy Stein comes out and he's st- I almost drove him drove over him. He says, good job, Skip. And I went, for what? And he says, you won the race. I, I did not know that I won the race. I I was so focused on catching that green car. And that had to be probably the neatest thing. And he was one of the nicest guys I ever drove for, Dave Sweet. And he's, he's since passed. The COVID got him. But what a neat guy to drive for. A lot of people drove for him. Donnie James drove for him with the Dodge and everything. But he was he was one of the best.
0: Skip? you could literally fill an entire Dirt Show season from April to October with all of your great memories and stories. I know we just barely scratched the surface, but thank you so much for taking the time
3: to be with us here on the Dirt Show today, Skip. Clayton, I would love to sit down with you. I've done three podcasts in the Carolinas with my friend Ronnie Thomas, whose dad was Jabe Thomas. And Ronnie, when nascar cup rookie of the year 1978 and we hang around and we we drink peach moonshine when we're there and everything else and i've got some real i tell these stories on these podcasts and we get callers coming in the deal about the harry gantt thing all sorts of stuff when i was crewing we put the wrong tires on the rights on us the car at bristol and i got stories and maybe you folks will like it maybe you won't but it just shows that we were not bulletproof And we were young. We were kids. We were in our 20s. And we made lots of mistakes, but we learned. And I'd be happy to tell you more stories sometime. I would love that, and so would the listeners. Thanks for being with us, Skip. Thanks, Klain, and the Dirt Show audience. You got a winner with Klain. Keep listening to them.
2: Shevland Enterprises, your locally owned and operated sanitation and recycling service, offers the highest quality garbage removal, trash pickup services, and roll-off dumpsters at great rates. Commercial, residential, construction, and industrial trash removal, and recycling in Owatonna and the surrounding areas in Dodge and Steel Counties. Contact Shevland Enterprises today, and new customers will get six months for the price of four. If you prepay, call 528-9900. That's 528-9900. We can all think back to the first time we experienced real horsepower. Hi, this is Corey at Byers Engine Service. Whether it's that pin you in the seat feeling of a big block Chevy, the aurora of a healthy 340, or the joy of a perfectly tuned flathead, here at Byers Engine Service we service them all. Strip to street, dirt track to asphalt, or just cruising the strip. Stop by and check us out at 2915 20th Street Southeast in Rochester or call 507-282-5586.
1: Race fans, mark your calendars from May 1st through October 1st this summer as the National Sprint Car Hall of Fame and Museum presents our track tribute to
0: Williams Grove Speedway inside our museum. You'll see 10 of the iconic race cars that made Williams Grove Speedway the East Coast's place to race since
1: 1939. Sprint cars driven by Jan Opperman, Doug Wolfgang, Smokey Snellbaker,
0: Van May, and many more. Plus, you'll enjoy the Williams Grove Speedway highlights videos that go along with these race cars and the days they raced. That's the track tribute to Williams Grove Speedway exhibit at the National Sprint Car Hall of Fame and Museum starting May 1st in Knoxville. And don't forget, the National Sprint Car Hall of Fame and Museum is open year-round, seven days a week, in Knoxville.
1: Fast Shafts. shafts are used by Jake Tim, Tom Berry Jr., Derek Ramirez, Kyle Strickler, Jonathan Davenport, Derek Green, Dalen Murdy, and more. And they currently build drive shafts for 90% of the major chassis builders. Fast Shafts is also a longtime title sponsor of the IMCA Fast Shafts All-Star Invitational at the IMCA Super Nationals and support a number of competitive series nationwide. Buy directly from Fast Shafts or from their network of dealers. Shipping daily across the country or worldwide. See FastShafts.com. If you have a vehicle accident, go with a professional. Bob and his staff at Midwest Collision are the definition of professionals. For over 42 years, they have dedicated their lives to collision repair along with the training, knowledge, and skills that come with the job. Go with the pros. Midwest Collision in Faribault, 507 332 2434.
4: Midwest Collision. Repair.
0: Welcome back to the sponsor segment here on The Dirt Show and it is always a pleasure to be at the Steel County Fair at the Miner Outdoor booth across from the cattle barns with Doug Miner. And Doug, let's start off our annual Steel County Fair interview talking about the Husqvarna Auto Mower. Down in Blooming Prairie along 218, you have two of them running, one at the ambulance garage and one at the servicemen's club it really catches
2: attention on the highway and they actually slow down and pull over and take a look. Yeah, it's interesting. Uh, And in fact, sometimes people have said it scares them because this little thing's coming up out of the ditch and they think it's coming onto the road. But yeah, it does garner a lot of attention there. We have a... uh, four-wheel drive unit mowing the property down there at the servicemen's club and then here at the ambulance garage we just have a, a standard two-wheel drive one. The unique part about the Automowers now this year they've actually come out with a GPS mower that means there's no wire in the ground you do have to have a good GPS signal but everything can be done wireless and it's allowing the capabilities to almost double of what one mower will mow now.
0: I also just saw you last week at the Harris Clash with the kids selling 50-50 tickets. Miners Outdoor and the Miner family are huge supporters of racing and community events in the area, and it's great to see you passing that enthusiasm along to your kids.
2: Yeah, we truly enjoy it. We had a great time at the Harris Clash. We get the uh, uh, youth uh, Razorback wrestlers from Blooming and Hayfield involved there. That's a co-op in wrestling, and so, yeah... They're required to come and help us. You know, they sell the tickets. They, they engage the crowd. You know, they get into watching the racing. It's a great atmosphere, you know, from something simple as having a hot dog or a hamburger to watching the races to the smell to the dirt, all that exciting stuff that you get at racing.
0: Yeah, the smell of that grease from the cheese curds was lofting up into the grandstands. I had to have some of it it's just awesome the whole atmosphere
2: yes it is it is truly good and, and just the family and the cohesion that you get with racers it's it's a true enjoyment fairs and shows
0: those are great opportunities for the public to get to see the newest innovations in lawnmowers golf cars and yard maintenance equipment let's start
2: with the mowers have we recovered from the covid inventory shortages you know, interestingly, yes, we have. We, we've started to get product in that start rolling in. Interestingly, we're still short. We can't get some product yet. We can't get some parts yet, but it is on the recover. What we've seen this year, of course, with the drought that most of southern Minnesota and northern Iowa has seen, you know, we're we're three months into it and, you know, we're, we're very short on rain. So that's hard on a lawnmower business place. But with that said, you know, economy's softening up a little bit no rain you know we have product to sell now we just don't have the customers to sell it to unfortunately
0: new homeowners it takes a while to get a lawnmower a trimmer a chainsaw and everything else that you need to maintain a lawn or an acreage investing in hus products just means you are going to own them for a long long time
2: yeah th- that's true um hus makes great product They even have great programs. As a new homeowner, if you're getting started and you need a lawnmower, a trimmer, and a chainsaw, Husqvarna has their fleet deals that's offered to everybody. You do not need to be a commercial account to qualify for the fleet deal. And you get 15% off the entire package. Currently now, they're also running promotions that all handheld items individually bought are 20% off. So there's some great programs out there to, to get you into a new mower or some new handheld equipment.
0: Club cars. The uses for golf carts are endless today. I see them everywhere from the farm to the campground, and the club car line is literally number one.
2: Yeah, Club Car makes a great product. Starting out with with the base of the machine, they're the only company that uses an aluminum frame for their base of their car. Great product, great durability. Miners is a complete servicing for Club Car and, and even the other makes and models out there. But yeah, Club Car does a great job. And the versatility and the usages you get from golf carts is your imagination's your limitation what they're using them for.
0: And the interesting thing is when you start the conversation with a customer on the floor and said, well, I can take those wheels and put them on this car and, oh, would you like a stereo on your car or you want some extra lighting, you can do
2: all of that stuff right here. Yes, absolutely. I got great techs in the back, very knowledgeable. We're converting electric cars to lithium ion, the, the flooded acid to lithium ion. Like I say, the, the, your imagination's your limitation of what we're doing with these cars. Like you said, from radios to custom seats to four passengers that can golf and haul people. So lots of great options out there.
0: The other great conversations come at the parts counter. Many of your clients do their own maintenance on their equipment, and that's where having somebody great at the parts counter comes into play, getting the right parts and the right advice to go home and fix it correctly.
2: Yeah, and I think that's what a lot of people have come to like and, and know about Miners is is we're here to help the customer in any way needed. There is a, some uniqueness in, in taking care of some of this product. And, you know, for those that are going to learn to do them themselves, we're there to help. And for those that need the help, we got a great shop to do it for them.
0: The nice thing about the Steel County Fair is if you stop by the Miners Outdoor booth and see something you want... Make a deal with Doug, and I guarantee he'll figure out a way to drop it off at your house after the fair, and it makes it much more convenient and easy.
2: Yeah, I I prefer to make way less trips bringing stuff back than taking up there, so absolutely come visit us at the booth. We're wheel and deal. we got some great products we're going to have on display there, all sale price, so come and visit us. What a year for the minor kids.
0: Derek had a heck of a baseball season.
2: Yes, uh it's been a true joy uh, uh, watching all my kids grow up from my oldest Elizabeth to Derek and in his baseball adventures, Alexa with her softball and Maverick, of course, too. He's coming up and getting into baseball and starting all that stuff. And all of them have done some little stints into some go-kart racing, which, you know, is is always enjoyable for, for the crew chief to go watch his kids go uh, turn some laps. So, but yeah, Derek's baseball season was pretty fun. Yes. If they can't make it to the fair and they need a lawnmower, mower, chainsaw, or trimmer,
0: what is the best way to contact you here at Miners Outdoor?
2: Well, we have our, uh, our phone number, 507-583-2712. You can uh, send us a, a, an email request through our website at minersoutdoor.com. Or, you know, I, I'm, I'm a handshake kind of a guy. Come down and visit me either at the fair or, or come to the store and, and walk in, and we'll show you what we got for you.
0: Doug, as always, thank you for being with us here on The Dirt Show today.
2: You're welcome. Thanks.
1: VP Racing Fuels is proud to be recognized as a world leader in race fuel technology. VP's fuels have a well-deserved reputation
4: for power and consistency, winning championships in every form of motorsports for more than 40 years. Whether sportsman or pro, methanol or gasoline, VP has a fuel to ensure
1: optimum performance for your application. See the full line of VP's high-performance products
4: online at vpracingfuels.com. At VP Racing Fuels, our passion is your performance.
1: Rhino Ag offers the most complete rear blade line in the industry. Whether your tractor has 30 or 300 horsepower, Rhino offers a blade to accomplish any task. Don't settle for the cheap imitations. Buy Rhino. Building the best since 1934. Check out the full line of landscape and
4: construction equipment today at rhinoag.com. Here's one of the most incredible lubricating products ever made. Justice Brothers JB80. It's twice as good at lubricating just about everything around the home, shop, and your car. JB-80 has a penetrating action that goes straight to the problem areas and even the tightest places. Try JB-80, the incredible spray lubricant that's twice as good and it's guaranteed to satisfy or your money back. See our display at Runnings. Tell them Ed Justice Jr. sent you. Wolf and
1: Sons Yard Service has heavy equipment. This is Scott Wolf. Whether you need a basement dug, a building removed, footings for a remodel, an RV, camper, or boat pad, rock, sand, or dirt hauled, call 455-3524.
2: Packaging the impossible inside the possible through service, quality, and expertise. Hi, this is Holly, the new general manager at Foamcraft Packaging. We are your foam and wood packaging experts in Minnesota. If you are a business owner or in charge of your packaging, we want to talk to you. We specialize in designing and manufacturing wood crates, pallets, and foam inserts and are here to help keep your products protected in transit. We are here to help you. Visit us at foamcraftpackaging.com.
4: At
1: Arrow Race Wheels, they put their customers first and appreciate the loyalty the racers have for the company. Arrow Race Wheels is willing to work with anyone who has a question or problem. The only way to stay on top is to listen to the people putting us there. If you want to run with the winners, see aeroracingwheels.com or call 888-895-2376 today.
0: Welcome back here on The Dirt Show and it is my pleasure to be joined by Speed the Sauce Man from Cookies, Barbecue, Sauces and Seasonings. And you know when a business is very well established in their state and their community with everything that you're involved with at the Iowa State Fair, which is going on yet today and through tomorrow, so fans can come down and see you, Speed, at the Iowa State Fair.
4: You got our claim, I'll tell you what. We've had great weather down here, and it goes till the 20th, but, boy, they've had good concerts and all kinds of food down here, and, of course, there's a lot of the stands down here use one of our cookie sauces and also the prime rib down at Beef Quarters. They use our cookie flavor enhancer and all-purpose seasoning on all their prime ribs. And boy, I'll tell you what, their prime rib, I don't know how many they go through, but it's just unreal. Ben Ruther does the cooking down there and been there for years and does an outstanding job overseeing that along with Deb Bettine. And every now and then I just feel it's my duty to sample some of the prime rib clean, and that's a tough job. But I go ahead and sample it and give it my approval. But you know, you never know from day to day. A lot of times I'll wait a couple days, and then I'll sample some more. But it's been a fun time down here. Of course, for 20-plus years, Cookies has sponsored the Island of the Day program. And in fact, since its inception, 20, I think, two or 23 years ago. And what we do is the state is divided up into 10 districts, and then they get nominations from those districts about people who do a lot of volunteer work. Now, it can't be any paid position; It's got to be strictly volunteerism that they do throughout the state. And then each day, the winner for each district gets a free night at the downtown Marriott Hotel, and then we provide them with a golf cart from Reed's Golf Cars to use that day at the fair. Then they get grandstands tickets for that night, whatever's in the grandstand, and then every day at noon on the uh, Ann and Bill Riley stage, I present with them uh, with a plaque and then highlight a lot of the volunteer work they've done and claim it's just unreal. I mean, from taking older people such as myself, but hauling older people to medical appointments and hospital visits and and just hauling meals to them, getting groceries for them taking care of the plants and the flowers, you know, in their small community, like along the streets and stuff. It's just unreal. One guy that was recognized and he's 86 years old, but he still delivers blood plasma and stuff like that. The hospitals within probably a, oh, maybe an 80 mile radius of Des Moines. And he's been doing it for years. Plus he's donated a lot of blood as well. And it's just neat to see all those things clean. And then we also... With the Iowa of the day, we do that every day, and then one day the Iowa Grocers Association has a bagger contest on bagging groceries, and then the winner goes to the Nationals in Las Vegas. We sponsor the third place winner on that every year, half for many years. And then the night before last, by the Governor Steer Show, was and what they do is then those steers are auctioned off afterwards with the money going to the Ronald McDonald houses. And between Cookies and Speed's golf cars, we always buy a beer every year at that auction. And of course, that money all goes to the uh, Ronald McDonald houses, which I've had some friends of mine who had, the, I guess you can say the unfortunate experience to have to use the Ronald McDonald house, but they really enjoyed it and everything turned out good. But those Ronald McDonald houses are really nice to have and You know, so we're glad to buy a steer every year and and get that money donated to the Ronald McDonald houses.
0: Speed, thanks for all you do for your home state of Iowa. If they'd like to find out more about cookies, barbecue, sauces, and seasoning products, what's the best way to do that, Speed?
4: Well, the old dot com on the web, or come down to the Iowa State Fair. We're right inside the uh, Grand Avenue gate on the west end. You can't miss the big... Cookie trailer sitting there, and we're sampling sauces. We're, we just put it on a little taster spoon, and they can taste all of the different sauces and come and have a great time at the Iowa State Fair. Since
1: 1997, Weir's Machine has been innovating the finest products in the racing industry. We also manufacture the Ultra Force Load Machines and develop the Ultra Force Suspension software, which allows you to take your program to the next level. Be sure to check out the all new Circle Track app. Your ultimate go-to spot for race team information. Keep track of your maintenance schedule, parts list, car setups, and more. Proudly made in the USA, champions across the country choose Wears Machine, Ultraforce, and the Circle Track app to take them to victory lane. Shop now at WearsMachine.com, UltraForceTech.com, and the all-new Circle Track app.com follow us on all of our social media platforms at Weir's
4: Machine. Let me tell you, friends, about our store. It's a great place we call Miner's Outdoor.
1: Miner's Outdoor, your total source Husqvarna dealer in Blooming Prairie, has everything your yard needs. From chainsaws, leaf blowers, and weed trimmers to zero-turn mowers and everything in between. That's what being your Husqvarna total source dealer is all about. Stop in today to see the best selection in quality Husqvarna outdoor power equipment. That's Miner's Outdoor, Highway 218, Blooming Prairie
4: miners outdoor
2: major tough if you're in need of a worry-free power lift door then you'll want to stop and talk with Rod French. Make a statement with a PowerLift architectural door on your home or cabin. PowerLift doors can be retrofitted to fit an existing door opening or designed into your next commercial, agricultural, livestock, or aircraft hangar build. Stylish, functional, and built to last. PowerLift doors by French's Manufacturing are made locally in Dodge Center, Minnesota by their experienced craftsmen. Contact Kelly or Rod. PowerLift doors by French's Manufacturing. 374-9306.
1: High temperatures can cause your vehicle's engine to work harder help protect it from increased heat and stress this summer with mobile one motor oil with a signature triple action formula delivering outstanding engine performance and protection mobile one motor oils are formulated to meet or exceed industry's toughest standards stop by your local napa auto parts store or shop napa online this month to pick up a five quart jug of mobile one advanced full synthetic motor oil for only 34.99 and hit the road with confidence napa a proud sponsor of the dirt show
0: Hi, this is Steve from Cole's Electric. Cole's Electric understands businesses like yours need to operate efficiently and safely. If you are looking to upgrade your electrical service, lighting, or just looking for advice, give us a call. Remember, we have 24-hour, 365 days a year emergency service. We can dispatch a tech anytime. Look us up at coleselectric.com or call 507-451-1387.
4: Welcome to the Dirt Track segment, brought to you by Cookie Sauces, and Seasonings.
0: Kasuf County Speedway was racing last Thursday night, August 10th, in the modified A-Main, Jordan Grabowski, Jordan Grabowski, in the stock cars, Kelly Shryock, in the sport mods, Matthew Loaf, in the hobby stocks, Mike Smith, and in the sport compacts, Stephanie Steitler. Knoxville Raceway in Knoxville, Iowa also hosted their 62nd annual Knoxville Nationals last Wednesday through Saturday. Wednesday night it was Donnie Schatz, Thursday night Carson Macedo, Friday night Aaron Reitzel, and the winner of the 62nd annual Knoxville Nationals on Saturday night, Kyle Larson. KRA Speedway was also racing last Thursday night, August 10th, in the Pierce Stocks, Colton Schuler in the Midwest Modifieds, Jason Vertuba in the Mod 4s, Tyler Larson in the Super Stocks, Zach Schultz in the Street Stocks, Justin Vogel. Fairmont Raceway was racing last Friday night in the Modified A Main Brandon Davis, in the Stock Cars Derek Green, in the B Mods Jared Baumeister, in the Hobby Stocks, Parker Anderson, and in the Tuners, Slade Fitzgerald. Murray County Speedway was racing last Friday night, August 11th. In the Bombers, Maverick Schneider, in the Sport Compacts, Brandon Hartman, in the Hobby Stocks, Malik Sampson, in the Sport Mods, Blake Ahrens, in the Stock Cars, Trevor Holm, and in the Modifieds, Jesse Rogotsky. High 94 Speedway was racing last Friday night, August 11th, in the Gen X Late Models, Scott Zimmerman, in the Short Trackers, Matthew Dittman, in the Wasota Late Models, Tyler Peterson, in the Midwest Mods, Corey Stork, in the Modifieds, Dan Ebert, and in the Street Stocks, Braden Brower. Hancock County Speedway in Brit Iowa hosted night of 10,000 stars last Wednesday night, August 9th, in the Modifieds, Jerry Flippo. In the Sport Mods, Colby Fett. In the Stock Cars, Heath Tulp, In the Hobby Stocks, Mike Smith. In the Sport Compacts, Devin Jones. Worthington Speedway was racing last Saturday night, August 12th. In the Bombers, Chris Hoagland. In the Hobby Stocks, Blake Lunenberg. In the Modifieds, Joshua Rogotsky. In the Sport Mods, Cameron Vanderweird. In the Sport Compacts, Bubba Brown. In the Stock Cars, Dustin Larson. Madison Speedway in Madison, Minnesota was hosting a late model special last Saturday night, August 12th, in the pier Stocks, Colton Schuler in the Wesota Late Models, Tyler Peterson in the Hornets, Adam Vanderstein in the Midwest Modifieds, Justin Van Epps in the Street Stocks, Colton Brower in the Super Stocks, Gary Hussman, and in the Modifieds, Tyler Peterson. Arlington Raceway was racing last Saturday night, August 12th, in the Hobby Stock Game Main. Brad Becker in the Sport Compacts, Gary Schumacher in the Outlaw Hobby Division, Dakota Robinson in the Sport Mods, Matthew Loaf in the Race Saver Sprint Cars, Matt Johnson in the Stock Cars, Josh Larson, and in the Modifieds, it was Dan Mank. Deer Creek Speedway was also racing last Saturday night, August 12th, in the USRA B Mod A Main, gauge model picking up his first feature win in the modifieds brandon davis in the stock cars Derek green in the hobby stocks luke Schuliter, and in the midwest modifieds brandon jensen viking speedway in alexandria was also racing last saturday night august 12th in the midwest modifieds Tanner bitson in the modifieds dustin bitson in the street stocks justin vogel in the Super Stocks, Matt Miller, and in the Short Trackers, Matthew Dittman.
1: Hey, Dirt Show listeners. For over 20 years, Hot Rod Hardware in West Concord, Minnesota has provided everything to modernize and improve your Hot Rod's performance. Hot Rod Hardware is your specialty aftermarket auto parts go-to solution. From radiators and brakes to suspension, handling, and power. From the drag strip to the street, dirt track to cruise nights, Hot Rod Hardware is your family-owned solution. Check us out at hotrodhardware.com or just call the guys at 507 2-7-10-20. Or, Whereas they say, no robots, just real people.
4: Does good food get your heart racing? How about food that's prepared to perfection with your favorite sauces and seasonings? Friends, it's me the sauce man, and I'm here to tell you that if you love full throttle flavor, you're going to love our line of premium barbecue sauces and seasonings. Made with high quality ingredients, you can trust our products to punch up the flavor of your favorite meats, main dishes, and so much more. Get winning recipes and join our sauce squad at CookiesBBQ.com. And remember, smart cookies, use cookies. Hi, this is Harvey West, and you've been listening to The Dirt Show. See you at the races.